Welcome everyone, you are listening to the I Am A Sparching Podcast with your host, Scott Knowles. Enjoy the show, it will probably suck. Scott Lafayne Knowles, and you're listening to another episode of I'm a Spartan OCR Podcast. In this episode, I interview my kick-ass girlfriend, Leanne Blizzard. She is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm madly in love with her. She has my whole heart, and I would kiss the ground she walks on. So we talk about how she got into OCR, and then how she broke her ankle practicing for OCR, and... We talk about this past weekend's race at Fort Benning, which was her comeback race. And uh, we had a great time. My friends Martin Larch, Michael Robertson, and Daniel Smith all joined us. It was freaking epic. So it's a cool episode, guys. I hope you all enjoy it. What's up, everybody? I've got a really, really special guest today. And she's my girlfriend, and her name is Lee Ann Blizzard. Hey, Lee Ann, how are you today? Good, how are you? I'm great. And if anybody doesn't know, she's sitting right beside me. She's not on the phone. And we laughed for about five minutes before we started recording. So, Lee Ann, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, which one am I? Age? I'm 35. And sure. Okay, great. And um, I am a full-time hairdresser and a mom. I wouldn't call it full-time, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) So so how did you get into OCR? Uh, Actually, my ex-brother-in-law introduced me to it in 2015. I ran my first super um, at Durhamtown, and it sucked. Which was a mud fest. I also did that one that year. Yeah, it was really it was really bad. I told myself that I was never gonna do another one. So but I did. Okay. And so how many have you done to this day? Um I'm not real sure. I did I've done one, two It's only an hour show, so I know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. You asked me a question. I didn't know how to add numbers for it. <laughs> um, let's see. In 2015, I ran one. 2016, I ran one, and then I ran. Uh, I think I ran three Spartans, and then a Rugged Maniac, and then a Savage last year. I thought you ran two Savages last year. No, I ran one. I it was my second savage was right before right after I broke my ankle. Right. Okay, so tell us so me and you met, we met on Facebook pretty much and uh we started talking. And about that time I might have met you like once or twice and then you called me one night and you told me you broke your ankle. So how did you break your ankle? For those of us that don't know out there in Facebook and Instagram land and <sighs> to our listeners. Okay. All six of them. <laughs> well, I was, um, I had a Savage Race coming up in September and I had just finished Asheville. And so I was actually had a choice on whether or not to come to Tifton to see you or go to the gym and I opted for the gym. And I was on the monkey bars at the gym, swinging from them, and I just landed wrong. And I went to stand. I didn't think my foot was broke at first when I landed. Um, it was swelling. I thought it was just sprained. And then when I stood up, my leg went forward and my foot stayed. And it, I was immediate. Two people came to my aid, and then I was immediately rushed to the emergency room. And then they prepped me for surgery. It's that night. And so let's just let's be honest with ourselves here. You weren't just doing the monkey bars. 
you were doing some ninja warrior shit where <laughs> you were swing you had both hands on one bar and you were swinging and letting go and grabbing the next bar right yes i was yeah i've done it before but so i just figured what the hell yeah. so i did it again yeah. and this time i just it wasn't i landed wrong good job thanks <laughs> i got a hero cookie <laughs> so so what did this mean to you when you know you after you broke your ankle how did you feel uh devastated i mean how else would somebody feel i um i don't know i remember spending when i was in the hospital that wednesday night i had surgery on tuesday and wednesday night i remember sitting in the bed crying and i was just thought my ocr i knew my ocr season was over but i just i didn't think i was ever going to be able to run again i mean you're sitting in a room by yourself and Every worst case scenario runs through your head. I mean, I, I cried. I mean, it was pretty bad. Um, I just didn't think I was going to be able to run again. I mean, I didn't know how rehab was going to go. I didn't know how how long it was going to take me. Um, I had mentally prepared myself not to be able to run until August um, or not to be able to do any type of racing until August, but um, it kind of started a little bit earlier than what I expected. Mm. Now, when you were in the hospital, did you have any special guests come and yeah, hang out? Yeah, I did, actually. You know this guy? His name's, like, <laughs> Scott the Fane Knowles. He came and spent the night with me and, like, was totally by my side <laughs> and never left. I don't know who this guy is, but he sounds pretty awesome. Well, he kind of is. I mean, he's all right. <laughs> For those of you that that don't know i think a long time ago i posted a picture on instagram but leanne's got like two huge screws in one side of her ankle or pins or something and then on the other side she's got this plate with three other screws going into it i have two screws in my ankle to yeah. to keep my ankle and my foot actually in place because i completely dislocated my ankle and i broke my tibia and my fibula and i have a long pin on the, I don't know which bone is which, but on the right side of my ankle is a pin. And on the left side, I had shattered my bone so bad they couldn't get it to go back. So they had to put a plate on that side of it. And and since Leanne doesn't have, she didn't have any insurance at the time, they pretty much had to just use like steel because it'll, it'll rust. So she couldn't afford the stuff that won't rust. So. I don't know. <laughs> I just know it doesn't go off on metal detectors. I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we got front row seats at a concert we went to because she had a boot. That's right. <laughs> I'll just wear it when we go to New Jersey. That's right. So we can go That's to the right. airport easier. That's right. <laughs> and so, how long did it take? I can't remember. Maybe you remember better. How long did it take before you you initially were able to kind of get back up on it and walk and start running? Because they, the doctor wouldn't even release you to go to work for a month, right. which was rough. I was four weeks non-weight bearing on my foot, and then uh, they put me in a boot. I had was in an air cast for two weeks, and then they put me in a walking boot at two weeks, and then but I still couldn't put weight on it. And in October, no, sometime yeah, I think it was October. I went back to work. And I was able to put weight on it, but I still used, um, I was just kind of scared to put all of my weight on my right leg, so I partialed my left leg a lot. And then um, I started physical therapy. You went, right back, you, went, you went back to work in yeah. September. I think it was like whatever, because I remember, because the day you went back to work, I was watching, uh, or maybe it was the week before. It, it was a week before World Championships because I remember I went to work with you and I was watching World Championships. Yeah, well, on the my phone. four weeks was up on a Tuesday, but I went back. So like, I went back on a Saturday and I worked all day that day. And I mean, I had like a scooter to scoot scoot around in. And my never crutches. used it. I did use my scooter some, not a lot, maybe like twice, but I still use my scooter. My scooter. My scooter. <clears throat> so when did you start running? I remember you just texted me one day. He's like, I just ran on the treadmill. Freaked me out a little. 
Um, I think I did physical therapy in November and then some of December. And then um, the girl that was helping me with my PT, she told me to start walking on a 15% incline to help with the, the bend in my foot. And so I did that for like a week. And um, I pretty much just did it real, real, real slow. Um, it's almost like a fast walk, but like a, like a slow jog. Um, I think that was in December. And then I came out here in Tifton and I ran like... A 5K. I ran, yeah, like three miles. Yeah, I remember you texting me that. and saying, hey, I just run 5K. And it, I was like, oh my God, she just went from running like 100 yards to a 5K. Well, I think it's hard for people who are used to being in competitive sports or being nationally competitive oh, yeah. just sit on their ass all day long i mean i think you're just hard-headed but i love you either way well that's okay i can be hard-headed i know so anyway so we started you started running and you've been running pretty good and you had a good training you've been running about once every other day and all and then we went to athens and we ran a trail race up there mm-hmm just to kind of get ready for running in Fort Benning. So how did you feel, you know, going into, like, that trail race we went when we went to Athens? I mean, I was nervous because I didn't know how I was going to do. Um, I was real nervous. It was the the first time that I was going to actually run with my ankle brace, too, because the doctor didn't want, he doesn't want me doing anything without my brace on. I mean, training-wise, he said that I cannot wear it because it'll build my ankle strength, but on the trails and stuff, running any type of racing or uh, OCRs, he wants me to wear my brakes because you're kind of a little bit more, um, I guess, hardcore doing it mm. whenever you're doing stuff like that. So, But, I mean, I was nervous, but and I was anxious because I knew I was just ready to get out there and just to see how far I had actually come. Um, since I had broken, since I had my injury back in August. So I was, I don't know, I was just real anxious about it. How'd you do? I took first in my age, um, so I was pretty excited about it. Um, there's probably like, I don't know how many people were in my age group, but still, I mean, I was excited. Um, a win's a win. Yeah. Um, we won some coffee and some coffee cups. Heck yeah, we got the <laughs> shit out of some coffee though. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. So, <clears throat> we did that, and then we prepared to go to Fort Benning, which happened yesterday. So, how did you feel coming into the race this weekend? Excited. Um, super excited. Um, I think it's all I talked about at work for at least a month. Um, I, was, I was just ready to get out there. I was ready to see how I was going to do. I was really nervous about the um, rope climb because I always um, S-hook whenever I do rope climbing and I put my pressure on my, I put pressure on my right foot whenever I do it and I just didn't know how my foot was going to do whenever I would S-hook the rope climb. I mean, it did fine. I, I mean, I did a whole lot better than what I expected. Um, I still wish I would have done a little bit better. But, I mean, I was just excited. I was just really super pumped about being out there and seeing everybody I hadn't seen because I missed three Spartan races at the end of the year. And um, there's just a bunch of people out there that I know. And I was just excited about meeting, seeing them and meeting new faces. And I've met a lot of people going to races with you and stuff and seeing all of them. Yeah. I think it's fun. It's a neat little atmosphere to be in. You have the coolest girlfriend. While she was in a cast or, or a boot or whatever, she went with me to two different races, and then she went to another race where she was actually out of the boot, too. So she was there for me for moral support. Mm -hmm. But I'm such a cool guy. She really just likes being around me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why you're why you laughing. <laughs> okay, so we went to the open house on Friday night at Fort Benning. And um, so when we went there and you started seeing the course and all the obstacles, how did, did you feel like you were going to be nervous or were you scared? I think it's a little mixture of both. Um, 
I'm scared because I, I just didn't know. I don't know what the outcome is. I didn't. I didn't know how was what the how the next day was gonna go. If I was gonna, what if I trip and fall, or what if I come off the A-frame and I hit my foot wrong, or what if I step in a hole and twist my foot again, or what if I come off the eight-foot wall and land wrong? Um, I just didn't know. I was, but I was also ex I was just excited because it was like, hell yes, I get to finally do this again and. I don't know. It's almost like a drug. You kind of. Yeah. It's like an adrenaline drug, I guess, what you could call it. It's exciting and fun. Yeah, because I noticed when we were walking around, you know, me and Michael and Shad and and Daniel, we was all kind of practicing the obstacles. But I noticed you were kind of real nervous about doing it and all. Were you just saving your energy, or did you just? Well, I have bursitis in my right shoulder. And a lot of the races are upper body strength. And I was hesitant on getting that stuff on, like, practicing, I guess what you could say, on Friday. Because when I work out in the gym and I use, and I'm doing, like, pull-ups and stuff, or using my upper body, it affects my right shoulder. And for a couple of days, I can't do anything um, because it hurts. And I didn't want to get out there and start monkeying around or or whatever and either a hurting my shoulder where I couldn't where it would affect my performance the next day or screw up my foot can I cuss on here we've been cussing on here so okay, I mean I know, you, I know you I know you cuss so much that you don't even notice it but we we yeah we've been cussing on here for quite a oh, while okay now, I just so. didn't know <laughs> I know it's like second nature to you to cuss so. I wasn't sure. It's cool, babe. I was just trying to be respectful. Are there little kids that listen to this? I don't know. There's only like six people that listen to this, so it's fine. I don't know now. You had some people come up to you yesterday. Hey, are you Isla Spartan Podcast? Yeah, <laughs> I recognize your voice. Yeah, I thought that was funny. So we were, we were, it was during the race, and I was talking to, because we, we, when we ran with Leanne, it was me and uh, Martin, Martin Shad Larich. Uh, Michael Robertson and Daniel Smith. We AKA all, bitch muffin. <laughs> uh, yeah, AKA bitch muffin for Michael Robertson. So we all ran with Leanne for her first race coming back into OCR. <laughs> and I don't know, he was about like a, I don't know, a quarter mile out of the gate. And we were talking and one guy was like, Hey, isn't your name Scott? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I recognize your voice. I was like, <laughs> I just started laughing. Cause I was like, yeah, my redneck voice is probably easy to pick out. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I think everybody from Georgia's got a redneck voice though. A redneck tone. Southern. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Michael really doesn't talk real southern. That's because he's from like North yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, he's from Atlanta. He might as well be a Yankee. He doesn't count. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> count. He doesn't count. So <clears throat> after the open house, we we went, we proceeded to go to Hooters and tear up hot wings and Leanne did good. She ate a salad. Yeah. And some tots. Well, I didn't want to be sick. That stuff always affects me the next day. It makes me feel, I don't know. I just it affects my performance. I never realized that until I had started eating better the night before a race. And then I think one time I ate bad and it was just I felt sluggish the next day and stuff. It was just I don't like. I mean, I don't want to affect my performance with stuff. I'm not the greatest, but I'm not the worst, yo. <laughs> yo. Whatever. I like eating bad, not for races. That's okay. So, yeah, we, we go to Hooters and tear up hot wings and tater tots. And then, and then we go to Krispy Kreme and we tear up a bunch of donuts, too. <laughs> oh, my God. A dozen of them, I think. And then Daniel got like Daniel half got a, a half dozen. a dozen. I know Daniel's like skinny and he's been hanging around me for like the past two races. Daniel keeps hanging around us. We're going to put some weight on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, okay. So how was the race to you? It was fun. It was hot. It was warm. I got suntan. <laughs> yeah, sunburn. I think everybody got a tan. Um, it was, I liked it. It was, um, a little bit flatter, um, in comparison to whenever I ran Asheville, and I think Conyers isn't Conyers, quite. Conyers, yeah, yeah, Conyers. Conyers has got a little bit more hills and stuff in it. Yeah. But it was fun. The barbed wire crawl was um, forever long. 
I got tired of being up underneath it, but I mean, it's whatever you had to go there. Um, I wanted to, the, uh, I did, I did better on the rope climb than what I thought. I mean, I made it most of the way up, but I kind of got mad at myself. I got a little emotional on, was it Twister? Because mm -hmm. I fell, and um, I'm really hard on myself whenever I don't complete stuff. It makes me, it irritates me, because it's like, I feel like I know I can do better, and so I just get, yeah, I kind of, I had to have a moment to myself. I think y'all stayed behind for a little bit, because I was pretty, I was pretty ticked off. You were doing burpees. Yeah. And I could tell you were a little upset, and everybody was over there just standing around talking. But I could tell you were upset. But, I mean, everybody gets, you know, mad at themselves when they fail an obstacle. I mean, if anybody's in my Facebook page, I can see the video where I kind of threw a tantrum after I failed Olympus. Oh, yeah, you did. Well, that's like in Asheville. Well, at least Michael stopped the video before I started cussing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it would matter if you would have posted it anyways. Huh? It wouldn't matter anyways if you would have posted it. Well, I know, but he just stopped the video before he got that far. Mm. <laughs> hey, when you're passionate about something, it it, it just it, it upsets you when you fail. I guess I should. I mean, like, I went into the race being open-minded about, hey, I'm just going to do my best today. But I think when you get out there and you start running, the energy of competing I guess what you could call it or running even if you try to just pretend like it's going to be a fun run it to me it was so much more than that to me it was just it was more about I don't know I guess you could call it not really a redemption but just seeing because I know I can do well and I felt like I kind of defeated myself so I mean I, don't, I, I guess maybe that's why I got emotional with it I just felt like I could have done better or something's I don't know it's just I guess I've always been like that I guess that's probably why I like competing with things I like doing competitive stuff because I think it pushes you a little bit harder well, I mean it'll always make you do better you know it'll give you something to strive for you know it's like it, it seems like here lately I've been struggling with Olympus the most and it just makes me want to find where my chink in the armor is you know or, or Mm -hmm. Is that what? Is that what you say? Chink? Is it kink in the armor? Or maybe chink in the armor. Kink. That might be kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm stupid. But anyway, so I, I, you know, it makes you want to go and try to figure out where I can make this better, how I can get better or stronger to do this. You know, so you always try to you you save that moment in your head to where, okay, my next race is going to be here I want to be able to do this obstacle the next time and you try to figure out ways to do that um and so so yeah uh. <laughs> what? I just I lost the moment I lost my words you so okay had right there you shouldn't lose too many of them well I mean that's just like <laughs> general stuff it's okay get off me <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, so so after you failed Twister, you know, mm -hmm. we went on to the next obstacles, and I remember you saying that, and I remember you voicing your concern, you know, like I'm probably going to fail the monkey bars too, and you, and you were upset, and I was thinking, you know, I know you can do them, but I mean, I know you were worried about them because that also happened to be what you broke your leg on too and I know you've only done it a couple of times in practice before the race mm -hmm. so what did how did it feel when you got to the monkey bars and you put your hand on it and did it the thought cross through your mind like this is what I broke my ankle on no not really I don't think I was worried about that I think I was just more worried about doing it and completing it I really didn't think anything about that that was the fact that, that I had a I was at the gym, and that's how I broke it, was being on the monkey bars. Um, I don't know. I just kind of hopped up there and just went with it and just followed the, the bars, how they went. And I didn't even realize I was at the end until I was at the end. I was just, I don't know. I just wanted to finish it. I, I just wanted to do good with it. Oh, you crushed it. I was so happy for you, too. I know. I think I almost hit my head on the bell. <laughs> I'm not real sure. I think I looked up and there it was. Um, 
It was awesome. I was standing on the stool waiting to go, but I was kind of cheering you on. There's probably, I hope, I can't wait to get the pictures back because I'm probably standing in the background cheering you on. Yeah. <sighs> it was awesome. I just remember being up there and I was going across and I remember like all of a sudden there I was at the very end of it and then I came down um, and then we just moved on to the next obstacle. Which was the next one? After the monkey bars? I think, uh, I think it was the spear throw. No, that's, that's not. What? No. Because it was it twister, rig? it was twister, inverted wall, bucket carry, monkey bars. And then it was the spear. Oh, okay. And then it was Hercules hoist. And then the rig was like almost at the last. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, I got a spear throw. It mm -hmm. stuck in and popped out, but I took off before it fell out. <laughs> <laughs> I said, peace out, I'm gone. <laughs> Damn yep. them burpees. Yep, and I missed it on... The, uh, on my elite race, I missed it, and then on our second race, I just hit it like a pro. Uh, I've never hit the spear throw at Fort Benning, and I've gone every year. I've never hit it during the elite race. Well, I think, like, like in Asheville, I nailed the spear throw. It was the first race I had ever done, I had ever nailed the spear throw at, but I went into it, I think the spear throw, you have to do, like, you can't really think about it, you just got to do it. Because yeah, I, I feel like every time, anytime I concentrated on it, I was like not, I wouldn't ever get it. Yeah. It was crazy. I don't know how many races I did. I probably did eight. I probably did eight or nine races before I hit my first spear throw. And it was crazy. Last weekend in Charlotte, I hit all five of my spear throws. And then we went to the open house and I hit it probably five times. And it wasn't that far away either. And then during the race, I guess, I don't know, pressure or whatever, but we nailed the spirit throw. And this funny story is, is my buddy Lance Johnson, I think I interviewed him like way, it was beginning of last year. It was really early in the year. I forget which episode it was, maybe like six or seven or something. But so last year, me and Lance, he's faster runner than me, but we usually always exchange several times. And, uh, I met Lance in New Jersey when we were doing our first ultra together. He come up beside me and said something, and he heard me talking. He's like, you sound like you're from the South or something like that. And I said, yeah, I'm from Georgia. And he's like, well, I'm from Alabama. And so we started, you know, talking, and, I, you know, he's probably one of the first people I ever met that worked in, uh, I mean, that worked, that run Elite. So he was one of my first friends in the Elite Heats that you should always see. And we always have a good time when we're running together. But anyway, long story short, so last year, me and him come up to the spear throw at the same time. We both miss it. We both do burpees together. Exact same thing happened this year. So it was great. Uh, he, was already, he was already started his burpees before I got over there. And I went over there and got right beside him. I was like, same, I was like, same thing as last year, bro. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That was very funny. It was funny and sad. At the same time. So, okay. So, after we went... So, after you... You know, after the spirit throw, you went to Hercules Hoist, and you killed that. Mm-hmm. And then after the hoist, we went to Olympus. Mm-hmm. And you made it about halfway through that. Mm-hmm. I think you could have finished it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe. Um, I, need, I need to, like, invest in some, like, yoga or something, because... I can't, my ass can't fucking bend like that. <laughs> Neither can not stretch my legs or something. Oh. You look like a bunch of frogs going across there, and I just can't do, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I need to work on my grip strength. I'm not real sure. But I did do better this past time than I have ever done. Usually I can't even get up past the first hole, and you I made like, about halfway. You made about halfway. So maybe in New Jersey I'll do better. And then we went to, and then I was super happy. We went to the rig, and you killed the rig. And I didn't think, honest to God, I was like, I hope she doesn't fall off, but I, I was afraid you were. Why? So, I don't know. I was just. You're such an awesome boyfriend. You have such faith in me. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, I. Did, but you saw how happy I was I when you finished it. I know. You were. You were excited. I mean, I just. I don't. I never. I, I was thinking that you told me that you never you didn't have any luck with the rigs in the past. 
uh, well, it was all rings this time, but whenever it's like the ring and then the bar the and bar. something else, and I can never figure out how to grab a hold of that bar when or the transition between the different ones. So, yeah, I mean, I, what are you grinning <laughs> like that for? <laughs> Nothing. Just finish, finish, finish your answer. I did finish my answer. <laughs> but anyway, you killed the rings, and I was super happy for you. That was so awesome. Thanks. Me too. I was super excited. Yep, and then it was dunk wall and no. It was rolling mud, dunk wall, mm -hmm. and then slip wall. Mm -hmm. And we got a super cute picture of the dunk wall. Aww. No. <laughs> okay, Leanne, so I'm going to ask you the questions that I pretty much ask everybody. Okay. I might change up a couple, maybe, here and there. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. So, to you... What was the best part about the race? Running with y'all. Y'all running with me. It really was. I mm. mean, oh, it could make me cry. <laughs> you should have just said running with me. But I mean, well, I mean everybody else was a bonus, but yeah, it's cool. <laughs> oh, stop. You're going to make me cry on here, and I don't want to cry. Because then it's going to be like, pup, all everybody's going to... Anyways, but no, that was my favorite part. Well, it's just was they having, can't see you crying. I they know, just hear it. Still. See what I'm saying? But having, like, you, of course you, and Michael, and Shad, and Daniel all run with me, and being there to help support me and stuff, that was that was pretty pretty awesome. We all enjoyed cheering you on. It was fun. That's to me. That's some of the best thing about Spartan racing is when you have a good group of friends and you go back out there in an open class heat and you just have a good time. I mean, I enjoy the competitive side of it when you're running with a bunch of people you know. And that was something I was talking to Lance about. Is is I was like, man, there were so many people, new people out there. It seemed like Lance was the only person in the elite heat that I really knew. I mean, I knew a couple of guys that were like super fast, that, you know, that was up there in the top 10 that, you know, I'd say, hey man, good luck, you know, but I don't like know them really good that I can like joke around with them like me and Lance do, but, you know, but to me, like when you have a good group of friends and you go back and run an open class and you're just, you know, talking shit and having fun and talking about, well, this is how I do it and this is how I do it. That's just another awesome spectrum to the sport. Yeah. It was, I don't know, it just meant a lot. It was just, I, I had a good time. It was just to know that you have that support there for just in case. It's just good. And <laughs> just to add a little side note there, Leanne is the coolest girlfriend ever because she's been anticipating her first race coming back into OCR for the longest kind of time. And I woke her up at four o'clock in the morning to get ready to go do this, you know, and she watches, you know, she waits for me to run elite. She waits for Michael and Shad and Daniel. They all run age group. Age group. And so we were supposed to go at 10 o'clock and, and that was her heat time. And, when it, we ended up, you know, because me and Michael and Daniel were all annual pass holders, so we had to go re-register after we finished. So by the time we got everything ready, it was 11 o'clock, and she's like, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. I think it was actually 12 before we actually started. Was it? I think it was 12, or was it 11? I, it could have been 12, but our armband said 11. That's why I I'm going Shad 11. I said 8, and it's like, she said, you're starting kind of late, and he was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but... So, yeah, we had a good time. It was fun. Okay, so we talked about what the best part of the race was for you. What was probably the worst part of the race for you? Failing Twister. Failing Twister. But have you ever finished Twister? No, but still. <laughs> I don't like to fail. Well, I mean, you just, I mean, next time you just, have, you'll probably go oh further. Oh, my God, I have got harder. to figure out how to, like, roll like a tumbleweed like you and, and Barwire crab walking or whatever that shouldn't cutting it but i get dizzy like i'll roll for a little bit and i'm like man you gotta switch sides fuck this roll. shit <laughs> 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 you, you gotta roll on one side and then you look for that gap in the wire where the wires are tall and you and you get up on all fours and spin and swap and then you just roll back into it 
Mm. And it's kind of like sometimes I'll roll, but it's like when I'm on my belly, I'll kind of like crab walk all over uh, like an arm length and then roll again. You know, so you just, you the way you keep from getting dizzy is, is you constantly mix it up. You either swap sides or, you know, or you'll kind of crab walk or you'll just throw yourself into a roll. It What makes you sick when you do the barbed wire to me is when you just roll the same speed and you're on the same side. If if you increase the speed or slow it down, it, it kind of makes it to where, you know, you're not feeling so constant. I rolled about two times or anything, <laughs> and I was like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> so then I tried to crawl on all fours, and then I kept getting caught by the wire. Yep, because that wire was, it was, the, it was the, the good height to roll, but it was just at the height to where you couldn't, like, crawl on all fours. And you ended up crab walking <laughs> Oh, man. I try to get over towards the end of, like, towards further towards the sides of it because sometimes the wire's up a little bit higher and you can kind of creep up underneath it a little bit easier. But it didn't work. I kept getting caught. I think it almost ripped my pants one time. So somebody would have seen my ass cheek eventually. Cool. <laughs> I did rip my pants. But, so, and we found, like, when we were in the barbed wire the second time, we were finding broken glass and gun shells in there. Um, Fort Benning's a cool race. It's a it's a really flat sprint. So if you're looking to get a good time at a sprint, they usually make it kind of long. I think it was five and a half miles. But so it's a military sprint. It's on the base. But if if you're expecting it to be a military sprint, kind of like Fort Carson and Fort Campbell is, I've never done Fort Carson, but I've I've heard it's got a a big military presence to it. Where And Fort Campbell does too, where you run through all their dummy buildings. But at the Fort Benning Sprint, uh, the only thing you're going to notice military about it is, I mean, you'll see military personnel there and the Rangers run through the Spartan race at the beginning. But, I mean, besides that, it's just a normal sprint. So the main thing that made you notice it was a military is you saw gun shells, like, everywhere. Like you, I think right after the inverted wall. No, it was right after Twister. We found just like a huge pile of oh, yeah, gun, gun shells. shells. Yeah. That. Okay, so Leanne, what is like your race ritual like pre and post? And so, what do you do like the night before a race? Is there anything you do to prepare or the morning of? Tell uh, us your secrets. I don't have any secrets. Well, this time, I mean, I tried to eat better coming up to the, I mean, I tried to eat better, good anyways, but. Except well, for I, all the greasy tater tots. Well, I did eat those, but I mean, I don't know, sleep, which is, I think for anybody is really hard the night before because you're excited and anxious, but. Um, you didn't sleep good either. I didn't did sleep good. And when I, when I ran Asheville. because you were on my side of the bed. I'm sorry. It was hot in there. <laughs> I should have slept by the air conditioner. I know. I get hot. But when I ran Asheville, I had to take, I mean, I, I mean, I tried to make sure I got some sleep, but I took some medicine to help me sleep. And then I got up. I tried not to eat. In the mornings, I tried to eat uh, some protein and a carb. So, like, either I'll eat eggs and oatmeal for the most part. But I try not to overdo it because I don't want it too heavy on my, like, on my body or anything. What did you eat? You ate a banana and what else did you eat? Uh, Saturday? Yeah. Uh, I ate that raisin bran in the cup oh, a yeah, little bit. Right. And I ate a banana. They didn't have, I got a yogurt, but I didn't ever eat it. You didn't eat much. I don't think I did. We had coffee, of course. I'm drinking a shit ton of caffeine. <laughs> Like my go-go juice. Oh, and then I had one of them honey stinger things like right before we raced, and those things are sweet. Yeah, they are. They're sweet. They hurt my teeth. They hurt your teeth. Yeah, because it's like super sweet. Yeah. It's kind of ugh, but I mean. I like them. I think they work. I like them. So, do you do anything like after the race? Like, what do you do after the race? Is there anything you do like? Um, well... I don't stretch. I sit on my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and probably I would take a kill shower, some food. take a shower, eat, and then um, relax. We definitely killed some food. I probably should stretch. I should. I'm really bad about that. I don't even stretch after I work out, and that's horrible. Um, I'm trying to get better at it, but it doesn't always work. Old habits die hard. Do you know? Yeah, I'm bad about not stretching after when I'm like going and doing a run. I always stretch after I run, but it seems like at the end of a race, there's so much always going on. You're talking to people, always forget to stretch after a race, too. Well, I think you're so tired, especially from running and socializing. That's probably, I don't know, for me, it's the last thing I want to do. First thing I want to do is eat. Yeah, I know. I was eating, I don't know how many fit aids and body armors and cliff bars I eat at the race. Mm -hmm. I think I drank like Throughout the day, waiting to go, I think I drank like four Fit Aids and a one Body Armor drink. I, I like the Body Armor drinks, but they they give out at the race. But they've got a light one, and then they got a regular one. And the regular one is like a Gatorade on steroids. It's like got tons of calories and carbs and sugar in it. I don't know. Whatever that I, is. Oh, that's that. Is that that? You got the, you got the light one. Oh, did I? It was mm. good. I liked it. And that pomegranate something mm -hmm. flavor. I like the Fit Aids, but I ain't gonna buy them because they're too expensive. So I'll drink them in a race. I mean, they're all right. I mean, I mean, for me, they ain't nothing spectacular. Yeah. I'll, hmm. I'll take free ones. I won't buy one. Yeah, me neither. I ain't got money like Michael Robertson does. <laughs> so, what kind of prop? What kind of products do you swear by? Like, it might be like a supplement or like racing gear. Racing gear, probably shoes. I mean, I love my shoes. I had Merrells at first, and then I got Innovates, and I like my shoes um, a lot. Um, I've never had a whole lot of luck with compression socks or anything like that. I think some of them are just cool to look at, but I still catch cramps and things like that with them. Um, what was the other question? It was just products or supplements that you swear by. Um. Well, I mean, I'm... I I don't really take, I mean, I take vitamins. It's just stuff I take every day. I take like a multivitamin official and I take turmeric and that's just things that I take already. I mean, I swear by caffeine because it keeps me up. Right. <laughs> it gives me some go-go. I think most of us do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Shit, I can drink caffeine at like 2 o'clock, 2, 4 o'clock in the afternoon and be cool and go to bed. Yeah. Me too. I think I'm about immune to it. So, what obstacle do you feel is like the hardest or the one you dread the most? Olympus. No, wait. Is that right? Olympus is the one with the wood and all. Is that the one you... The one that... Or Twister. No, I think Olympus really is, honestly. I mean, Twister, I think, is just about learning how to do it, but right. Olympus scares the, it scares the shit out of me. I don't know why, it just does. I think because just, there's... You know you're going to fall off of it when yeah, you lose your grip. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the one I dread the most about. It's just that one. I don't care so much about the other ones. I mean, I care about them, but, I mean, they don't scare me as much. That one just... I don't know, every time I come up to it, it's like, it's like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. Olympus seems to be my nemesis right now. If it's got any kind of moisture on it or if it's wet, it's just always a struggle for me to finish it. But if it's dry, I have no problems. I can do it 10 times in a row. Even lefty. Mm. <clears throat> okay, so what obstacle do you love the most or is your favorite? Hmm. That's a hard... Monkey bars. Monkey bars? Monkey bars are my fave. The one you broke your ankle on? So, it wasn't at a Spartan race, though. The monkey bars I know. at the gym are different than the monkey bars at the races. And she's right about that. So, I went into her gym and I saw these monkey bars. The monkey bars at her gym are every bit as high for the ground as they are at a Spartan race. They're not like up and down but they're really high off of the ground yeah but the bar size is different too the ones at the gym are a lot smaller the ones at spartan yeah. races are a little bit bigger yeah but they're high off the ground i played around on them one day so okay so to to date what has been 
your most favorite race that you've run? Asheville. Asheville? Asheville last year. That was my most favorite race to date. Um, why? I, well, um... Because I really want to know why, because me and you weren't a couple then, so I want to no. know why that race was better than any other race that you've been to with me. So, my <laughs> one of my best friends, um, Stephen, ran the race with me uh, that year, and he ran it the year before, and he was like, I want, the year before, I think he said it took the crew that he was with like four hours to do, or whatever, or something like that. And Asheville was a new race for me. I had heard so much about how horrible it was. I think in 2015, everybody was talking about it was really bad. And 2016. Or 16. Six, okay, yeah, it was 16 that was really, really hard. And then 15 wasn't quite as bad. I, I think thought it was awesome heard. in 2016. Well, so anyways, I was completely petrified of Asheville. But I signed up for it knowing how scared I was, but I wanted to do it. Same reason why I signed up for New Jersey for this year. Um, but Asheville was, it's, I just had a good time. It was fun. It was relaxed. Almost like when I was running with y'all yesterday, it was just, there was, it was just a fun race. Um, I don't remember what my time was for it. I think it was less than three hours or something. And I mean, I failed the last three obstacles with it. The, the rope was awful. It was muddy as shit. I couldn't even grip it. I couldn't do anything with it. Even with or without gloves, I tried. Um, I caught gnarly cramps that day. Um, it was awful. You could see the cramp right up my calf. It was, that's how bad it was. But it was the most fun race that I have ever done. The venue was nice. The view at the top of the mountain going up, I think it was the A-frame that was at the top. It was just absolutely gorgeous going up there. The bucket carry sucked ass, <laughs> sucked so much ass, but it was just, I just enjoyed the shit out of it. It was just an awesome race. I just enjoyed it. I loved it. Asheville's a pretty venue, and it always, it always, I mean, it usually is a hard race, and uh, but this past year, the hardest thing about the race this past year was the way they had the obstacles stacked at the end, to me, but uh, man, there was a band, of, a lot of people failed the obstacles at this race. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people had perfect runs through it, but I mean, it, it was a tough race. And then they had that tire flip, which is an obstacle we don't even see a lot on the East Coast. It seems like they only have the tire flip at the national races or the TV races. But That thing was heavy, but I remember it. Yeah. It was... I, I know I was able to flip it on Saturday, but I got frustrated with it on Sunday, and I didn't flip it on Sunday. Mm. Okay, so... What has been your the worst race or the race you hated or the most or mm -hmm. or was the hardest in Durhamtown? Durhamtown. The Spartan Super in Durhamtown in 2015 was the absolute worst race I have ever experienced. And it was your first one. And it was my first one. <laughs> it rained for like three days. It freaking flooded. That was I mean, the muddiest race I've ever run. Insane. I had never ran a Spartan race. I never knew anything about OCRs. I went into it wearing regular running shoes. I had like Brooks running shoes. Oh my God. <laughs> like the ultimate worst. I mean, I just didn't know anything about it. I knew nothing. I didn't even, uh, nothing about it. I told myself I never wanted to run another OCR ever. I never wanted to run another Spartan race. It was like, I told myself, I remember being on the trails and being like, if I see mud next year, it's going to be too fucking soon for that because <laughs> this shit sucks ass. And the bar where I was uphill, not yes, down. Yes, I remember You had to go up. The dunk wall was cold as shit. Um, I, I remember, remember getting. That. Oh, I do. I remember going to it and it was like in the middle, almost like a mini pond. And I remember getting to it and I'm being. I don't remember that race being cold. Whatever. I wore shorts. It's whatever. Not me. Y'all must have started earlier than me and Michael did. What time did y'all start? Well, me and Michael run open. I want to say it was like maybe 12 or 1. Maybe. I think we started at like 10 that morning. It might have been a lot morning, colder for y'all. But it took forever. Forever. It rained all day. I volunteered on the build crew the Sunday before and it rained all day when we were it was already muddy the trucks were getting stuck on sunday when we were building the obstacles we went and rinsed off there was like eight or eight or ten of us that ran that race and it was a 
a mutual friend of ours, her, it was her sister and brother-in-law's house. They live like less, they live five miles from the venue. We went back to their house and we rinsed off in the front yard. Mm -hmm. You could see like little mud spots all in their yard and stuff. But I remember getting in that shower and thinking it was the best thing since sliced bread. It was like amazing. <laughs> I think I used all their hot water up and there was still like six people that had to bathe that day. I remember when me and Michael got to the sandbag carry, there was this huge bottleneck because it was like this this little tiny valley that might would have allowed two people to go up it side by side, but it was so mud slick that people were putting their sandbags on the ground in front of them, and then they'd sit on their sandbag and sit on the ground, and then they'd move the sandbag up because otherwise you were just going to slide right back down the hill. Yeah. People were crawling up barbed wire and sliding. You'd crawl up two feet, slide back six. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, it was, it was like, if you've ever walked down a muddy dirt road that trucks and cars have been going on all day long, that was how the whole course was. Well, it's an ATV park. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they, I mean, they're used to having all that dirt and mud and stuff like that Oh, yeah, it was red clay, all of it. It was awful. Oh, I hated it so bad. Yeah, and I remember there was one part of the trail where it was just a normal wooded trail and it wasn't that wide and there was just a puddle in the middle of the trail. And if you didn't know no better, you'd have thought, oh, it's just a little, you know, couple, few inches deep mud puddle. But there was a guy in front of me, he went through that puddle and he went to his hip. That's how deep it was. Mm. I was like, man, I'm glad he fell in it before I got I there. I remember coming out of some of the trails onto the regular road and people busting their asses out there. Oh, I mean, you'd man. step out and people were just like feet up in the air. I know it was a funny story because me and Michael, you know, at that time we would always, we were running open class in 2015 and we would always, our goal was is we'd always sprint at the first part just to get in front of everybody so we wouldn't bottleneck at the first obstacle. And there was this young kid that was there with us at Durham Town and uh, he said, yeah, I'm going to do it in like, like an hour, 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 I don't know. It was a really fast, un, you know, impressive time if he would have done it. And I looked down at his shoes, and he was wearing like some Nike Freeze or something that had no traction on it. I think we was probably like 50 yards out of the gate. He slid into a damn tree. It was the funniest thing I ever seen. I think I had a wall you had to hop over whenever you come. Whenever you first started, like when you come out of the gate, it was um, you slid down a little bit, and there was a wall that you went over. Yeah. I know you kind of went, when you come out of the gate, you kind of ran downhill. Yeah. And everybody was slipping and busting yep. their tails right mm -hmm. there at the beginning. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. It was awful. I remember hearing people telling, telling us when we were out there on the trails that they were saying that it was wor one, like it was worse than a beast or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. And the log carry was at a very slippery place. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty bad. Yeah, one girl fell. I remember because you went up, you went up and down a hill, and then, and then like it was like a circle type mm -hmm. thing. And I remember coming up a hill. Whenever we got there, they had the paramedics out there, and one girl, I guess a log actually fell, like she slipped and the log hit her in the head. Oh my god! Because they had the paramedics out there, and I remember her like lips were turning colors and stuff. And they thought that she may have had a concussion from falling. I do remember that. Oh my god! Because mm -hmm, I remember thinking how scared I was. Man, that course, that course was wild. That was wild. And you know, and you think about how, when you always think about the worst races, the suckiest races, you know, the ones that were the hardest or the ones where you struggled the most, those are the ones that you always remember the most. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. It's like, I ran, you know, five laps in Charlotte last weekend. I guarantee you the one I'll remember is the one where I'll froze my ass off because it was awful <laughs> so okay Leanne what is probably one of the craziest the wildest or funniest things that's ever happened when you were running a race I don't know well it's a question so okay <laughs> what if I don't have an answer for it I don't know I guess I can go on to the next question <laughs> <laughs> the weird, like the wildest thing? I mean, anything wild, funny, uh, like just a story. I don't know. Maybe I just don't pay attention when I'm running because usually... I mean, did you ever see anything that was funny? Something somebody did or something somebody said or anything like that? 
I mean, listening to you and Michael and y'all cackle yesterday is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty funny. I mean, okay, well, let's change the question. So, what is the stupidest or funniest thing you ever saw Michael Robertson do or say? Or, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you just can't. I mean, I, Michael, I mean, he's just funny on his own. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth. You really don't. If y'all could only hear the conversation we were saying at Hooters the other night. Oh my God. Just at Hooters, I think in general. Yeah, oh yeah, Anytime totally. I'm around y'all too, it's like, y'all always cracking at each other. I know. I'm pretty bad, but he's really bad, and I just kind of just feed off of him. I think y'all feed off of each other. Whatever. <laughs> 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 to be a fly on the wall. To be a fly on the wall. So, Leanne... We'll, we will finish this up with, so in two weeks, we're going to New Jersey. Yep. And Leanne has been the best girlfriend. She's always gone to the races she could and support me. And so me and Michael, uh, Martin or Shad, and my buddies Joel and Gene, we're all going up there and we're going to run the ultra. Oh, and Jason Hart's coming too. And uh, so we're all going to run the ultra, and you're you were going to come up there and just hang out. And I'm thinking, man, we're going to be out there 10, 13, possibly 15 hours. She's just going to hang around the venue all day. I was like, man, she's pretty cool. So what was it like a couple of weeks ago? You decided last week. Last week last you week. decided screw it. I'm just going to go do it. Yeah, I mean. I love being out there and socializing with people. I mean, I I mean, I mean, enjoy seeing old faces and meeting new people and people who have seen me, seen us on Facebook or whatever and coming up and talking to us because I've had a few people that are like, hey, I'm so-and-so, aren't you, Leanne? I'm like, yeah. So anyways, um, I can only socialize for so long and stand around a venue for so long. So, and then, so I thought about it and I decided to run New Jersey. I've never ran a beast. It's the first time I have ever ran a beast. Um, and you picked a good one to run. I picked a good one to run. And I figured you're going to be out there for 10 hours. 10 plus hours. 10 plus hours. So I was like, well, shit, I'll just cut half of that and run, do part of the race or do the race. I mean, I'm well prepared to be out there for six hours if it takes me that long. But um, You can do it. I just, I don't know, and to, and also in like my head, it's the same way it was whenever I ran Asheville here and how hard Asheville was, um, to know that I had, but this time it's more about knowing that I've just completed this race after being out for so long and coming with my injury and stuff, it's just, I feel like it'll put me in a another type of mind. It gives you that confidence and stuff, and I think it would be fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, it really will be. That's an awesome beast to say. I did my first beast at, at New Jersey. Yeah. Because that's that's a hard one. Well, I mean, like I said, you're you're gonna be out there anyways, oh, yeah. and so I mean, I might as well. I don't. Bl I totally don't blame you. I mean, I'm your boyfriend, and I love you, so I'm gonna be worried about you. I'll be okay. I know you will. So. You signed up Spartan 4 Group, so there'll be plenty of support on that yeah. heat going out. So, and you got a couple of friends. Yeah, that I know said a good handful go of you. people that are going to be out there, so I'm well prepared to tag along and whatever. It'll Just, be an epic day. You might find me laying on the trail, busted up somewhere. Whatever, you know your ass is going to lap me at least once. Whatever. <laughs> I just want to survive it. Shit, don't we all? I don't want to get hurt. Survive it. Well, and then you said something about that mountain we went and climbed, that we, the trail we went up and we went to Gatlinburg. You yep. said it was something like that. And I mean, Alum I figured. Cave Bluff Trail. Yeah. The Mount Leconte Trail. Yeah. And I figured if it's like that or similar to it, I did that one with you. Granted, I wasn't running. There's no obstacles yeah. in it. But if I can do that, then yeah. I should be fine. I think you'll be fine. I mean, <laughs> you bat your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Leanne, so if anybody sees Leanne in New Jersey, just look for the crazy colored hair girl that has a, uh, likes cuss and it's got a smart <laughs> ass mouth. Whatever. That'll be my girlfriend. Make sure y'all give her a lot of support. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Leanne, so I want to, I want to appreciate you taking the time to, uh, 
be on my little podcast. It's so awesome. I know. <laughs> so, uh, if I'm lost for words. Okay, so thank you, Leanne, for being on the podcast, and uh, we will talk to you later. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the interview, guys. I want to thank my wonderful girlfriend again for taking the time to interview. She's such a gem. Uh, week and a half, we'll be in New Jersey. Come up to us and tell us what's up. Um, cheer us on if you see us out on the course. Please cheer my girlfriend on. She'll need it. If you see me, cheer me on. I'll need it because I'm doing the ultra and I want to finish it. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Tell us how bad we suck. It don't matter. We'll see you at the next race. Peace.